0: Welcome to the Antioch Initiative Podcast, a podcast about the unreached and topics related to giving them access to the good news of Jesus.
1: Hi, this is Nick with the Antioch Initiative Podcast, and I'm here today with Jeff Hartensfeld, Regional Director for Asia Pacific with the Assemblies of God. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us today.
0: Hey, Nick, great to be here and always great to be back at North Central, for sure. Yeah, well, we are
1: so glad to have you here and um, appreciate your heart for God's kingdom and all that you're doing. And um, you know, the season we're in has is, is been a long haul with COVID and uh, over the yeah. almost a year now that yeah. it's been, that we've all been trying to navigate this uh, crazy time. And yet I know that God has been working in Asia Pacific in some amazing ways right. during this difficult time. And I want to ask if you just share some stories from Asia Pacific about what sure. God is doing. Sure.
0: Well, you know, I think all of us have our COVID stories, you know. And what I mean by all of us is not just those in missions, but here in the U.S. I mean, this is, you know, when they call this a global pandemic, the effect has been on literally everybody. Um, You know, I think uh, in the 40 countries that I oversee and the over 400 missionaries that we have there, um, for sure... Uh, you know, Asians took this thing serious early on. Wow. They closed their borders probably before other people did. Right. And um, even till the, the the making of this podcast here, and it's okay, I hope it's okay. I'm going to say we're, you know, it's February of uh, 2021 that we're actually right. recording this. Um, we have a few countries that are open to resident visa. So if if our missionary's got a a resident visa they can go in which includes PCR testing and 14-day quarantine in government facilities. Wow. And people, are, our people are making that trek, you know. But In government facilities. In government facilities. Th- that doesn't
1: sound like it's always going to be really comfortable or Some,
0: some are, are – the government is – in some cases, the government has set hotels. In other okay. cases, it's literally in like a barracks with rooms. And <laughs> wow. Like when I say a barracks, obviously they're keeping people separate. But you're in a room and you get served meals and you can't leave for 14 days. So um, tough stuff, hard stuff. Yeah. You know, one of our missionaries arrived in the country and... Um, what it was is there were, they had set aside a couple of hotels, and so the bus would pull up with a hotel tell name, in, and you're on a line, and you just go, you know, to the hotel that is their choosing, and some of them were, like, you know, pretty rough places to go, you know? So, sure. um, You know, the missionary told the story. He's like, yeah, I was online, and I'm praying and praying and praying, and finally, this one left, the one bus left with this, like, real rough hotel, and we were, like, the next one's on line to go to a Holiday Inn Express, you <laughs> know? Hey, let's take that it was one. It's like we're in. <laughs> yeah. We're getting us in there, you know. But, um, you know, we've all been affected by this thing. Uh, I'm really amazed at two things with our missionaries. Number one, um, their ability to um, suffer in some ways through this. You know, uh, during COVID, we've had two missionaries die on the field. Wow. And... After they died, the governments of the countries where they died said, not only can the family not come here, but we're cremating the body with no choice of your own. So we're, we're taking the remains, we're cremating them. And in one of the two cases, we still haven't come off of a lockdown long enough to even collect the remains of the body wow. of the missionary who died. Um, These are difficult conversations to have with families. I can just assure you that Um, we've had an and and by the way, both of these missionaries that died were already in a place where they were dying. And I wanted them to come home and spend their last days here in America. And both of them said to me, bury my body in the soil of the people who've not yet been reached. Wow. And that's going to happen. Matter of fact, I'm really hoping that by May of this year, we're going to have a little release in the travel. My first trip back to Asia as a regional director is going to be to do one-year commemorations of missionaries that died. Wow. So um, on top of that, we've had a lot of missionaries who had loved ones pass. So we've had a couple where the parents died, and then their parents back in the States died. right. And the country was so locked down that not only is there no flights in, there are no flights out. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we talk about sheltering in place and staying sure. in place. That was like a, a word during COVID. Well, no choice. <laughs> we're, we're mourning in place. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is what I said. Yeah. We're dying in place. Oh. So So, um, yeah, you know, the, the missionaries are just showing incredible fortitude. But I want you to know that if we're going to reach the world with the gospel— it will require fortitude. Yes. And sometimes that's lost on us a little bit. It's like, you know, we we, we, we want to go, we want to do this, we want to do that. But, but you know, it's going to require fortitude sure. for, for those things to happen. On some of the real cool things that are going on is, you know, we, we very quickly started doing things virtually, digitally, digitally. Um, Ministries very quickly transformed their ministries into online platforms. And really, in many ways, we're reaching more people with these online uh, things than, than we ever have before. So in, in April of last year, uh, we did a five-week seminar, weekly seminar, with all of our missionaries on... On how to like do more virtual things. Like let's let's brainstorm. We did this five weeks. We met we met for five weeks in a row, once a week, and uh, we've just really seen some incredible results uh, with that. And we've been working with like some of our national partners. And one of the real cool stories that came out of this was that um, uh, some of our missionaries said to me, "Hey, our pastors are in the country." But by the way, this was like a huge Muslim country that we were we're talking about here. They're suffering.
1: Wow.
0: So, you know, you're you're a pastor in a in a town, a small place, and you're the only Christian and the only pastor in let's say a community of, you know, 20,000 people and you've got like, you know, a dozen people in your church. Wow. And but now the government has said all matter of fact it's funny, in this country, you know, they, they kept their places open for worship and said all churches have to close. So they, they 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 use it also as a moment of persecution and so, um, you know, with no services, with no gatherings, you know, these people are suffering. So the missionaries pulled together not from mission money but from their own money and pulled together a lot some money and started sending some food to these guys. Right. So here's what was really cool: these guys got the food and received it with grace and they said, um, "Thank you for the food. It's a huge offering and helping us." But instead of sending food next time. Send us data. Now, in most countries outside of the U.S., you don't have like uh, unlimited data, unlimited talk. You prepay for a certain number, a certain amount of data for your phone. You buy it. Sure. You load it onto your phone number, and then they keep track of it. Right. So these guys, even in their small little towns, were like streaming their services on Facebook <laughs> and on all these things, but they didn't have the capacity. Right. Uh, 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 they didn't have money to buy data, and so, um, you know, this is just sometimes the wow. of some of these these yeah. host church pastors. They said, "We'd rather be able to stream our services than even eat. Take the fifteen dollars a month because we were only buying them fifteen dollars worth of food, and which I know you think is like nothing, but we, we can get, you can get a lot of food for fifteen dollars in a third world country. But they're like, take the fifteen dollars." And biased data, and I can be online for two or three months and stream my services. Wow. And so, um, yeah, just huge sacrifice, but uh, the gospel's going out, um, but it's been difficult, really has. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, that the data for spiritual food. Yeah. Uh, as well as physical food wow well you know jeff as you're aware with the antioch initiative we're always talking about the unreached and people who don't have access right and uh you were with us oh, about a year or so ago uh and you shared about a term never reached and so i just wanted to just bring that up again just yeah, sure. uh, because it's related again to who we are and, and just maybe you could just remind us again um what you mean when you say that
0: yeah you know um <sighs> I'm always getting in trouble for stuff, you know. I, I, but words matter to me. Words matter to me. Um, you know, one of the challenges, even with the term unreached, is everybody's kind of grabbed it and said, Everybody's unreached, well, and, and on is. a certain level, it's true. Yeah, so, so how do we define that better? You know, never reached is me trying to help define the word unreached. In a way that people will understand what, it, what is there a difference between sure. you know uh, you know what we're doing so you know the never reached is looking at the expansion of the great commission from Jerusalem with a historical lens right. rather than an unfinished lens. Sure. So so when I say unfinished lens or unreached lens, maybe is even better. because if you do use an unreached lens, then we've actually got people groups who were at one time Christian in their history and then became completely not Christian. Sure. yeah, there's yeah, they are. And so who are the never reached? Well, these are the people who, if we trace them historically, have zero, Christian history or Christian people. Sure. Or let me use the word Christian persons. These are peoples who've never had a history of the gospel or no persons that have n- ever accepted uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. So um, uh, we use that. Uh, one of the terms that we use for children, too. So we've devised a whole other term for kids. So, you know, I used to go into kids' groups and when I was a missionary doing an itineration. And I'm like, you guys need to pray for unreached people groups. And kids are like, What's an unreached people group? Like we have, like you know, you you just spoke something over our heads, like especially when you talk about elementary age kids. So we have a mascot who is an endangered species. Sure. And and if I ask a group of kids, you know what endangered species are? They're like, oh yeah, those are species that are in danger of becoming extinct. Yeah. I said I want you to pray for endangered peoples. Amen. And endangered peoples are peoples who are in danger. Of never having heard the life-saving message
1: yeah.
0: that Jesus died on the cross for their sins and rose again from the dead. Sure. And so, um, yeah, I'm a terminology yeah. guy. Well, and I, I, never I, like, I
1: like the endangered species, too, because it does play some on uh, cultural care about animals. And, you know, animals yeah. do matter right. to God. They are created by God. Right. But yet there is this sometimes, especially in, in certain... Parts of culture where there's so much care about animals yeah um, but animals are not made in God's image no, they're not. I mean, you know that there's there is a difference and uh, you right. know and and we relate to God much differently than animals do and and we have a value that God has placed right. on us and right. so just yeah and people if animals are endangered well how much more people that's that's, that's, right. that's powerful that's right that's a powerful now in in uh, i know in asia pacific you guys have been developing some resources you've just given me um a, a great one right here about the book of revelation Could you talk to us a little bit about that and maybe some other yeah. resources that you have
0: so, um, first of all, this book is available on Kindle and eBooks, um, for $2 and 99 cents. So, um, you know, basically the price, yeah, I was going to say, you know, if you, if you can afford a cup of coffee these <laughs> days, you know, you can afford to get this book, but, um, revelation, the end times and the never reached. So if you were to search for that on Amazon, it would come up as a Kindle book and, uh, of course on eBooks. So, um, and uh, Revelation, End Times and Never Reached, is really looking at the first seven chapters of Revelation. So many scholars see Revelation, the book of Revelation, not as like one long chronology, but it broken it into three pieces. And, and the first... Piece of that book of Revelation ends in chapter 7 verses um, 9 uh, and 10. And there before me I saw yeah. a great multitude which no man could count or number, yeah. standing before the throne of God, um, you know, worshipping the Lord, saying salvation belongs to yeah. our God. And and this book talks about how Revelation is about missions. Yeah. The seven churches were being warned about getting off mission. And and the encouragement to them was don't lose sight sure. of of what we're working towards. And you know, we refer to it in the book as um It was, you know, Revelation 7, 9, and 10. It was the victory song of the early church. It was the soundtrack, if you will have it, of the early church. And they were all working for that. Um, You know, especially in days that we live in now, you know, in the pandemic. We're seeing, like, Revelation-type stuff going on right now. And I I just want to say here that... um, inside of this book is also are, are also stories of Asia Pacific missionaries who served and died during the Spanish influenza a wow. hundred years ago. And the the, the the words of this book say our money, our homes, and our lives that will lay down for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That was the call. This was the challenge of the early church. They were being challenged to lay down their money, their homes, and their lives. Mm-hmm. And really, we're still being called to that today. But a uh, book was written by one of our scholars in Asia Pacific, Chris Carter, PhD from Oxford. I know you think it may not read that good, but this was my best read of 2020. So um, I just really want to encourage you if you like Revelation, if you like End Times, and you like missions. Yeah. Um, read this book. Bam. It's going to be it's awesome.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to it and uh, appreciate yeah, you sharing with us uh, sharing that with us today and appreciate
0: you being with us this afternoon. Yeah. And um, and just, you know, if you want to check out our our website asia pacific missions.org okay. uh, asia pacific missions.org or obviously no spaces or anything. Um, you can find out about how ordering that book as a hard copy there. Um, you can look at our other resources. We've got videos about the never reached um, that you guys could check out. So, um, and lots of opportunities. If you're listening to the podcast and you're interested in opportunities and serving in the 40 countries of Asia Pacific among the never reached, lots of opportunities there. So.
1: I bet there are, and I'm glad, yeah, and I know that you'd be glad to have people reach out. So any any and um, anybody listening that wants to be a part of Asia Pacific and then ever reach there, please reach out to Jeff.
0: And Jeff, if they want to email you, how would they? what's your email address? My email address is jhartensveld at ag.org, and if you can spell my last name, you will get the Nobel Peace Prize for spelling, okay? <laughs> but So I'll spell it for you. It would be the letter J. <laughs> Followed by my last name, H-A-R-T-E-N-S-V-E-L-D at A-G dot O-R-G. And you can check me out on social media, reach out to me through that, and I could connect you to the right people and connect you to the opportunities. Perfect. Well, thank you, Jeff, for for sharing with us today. It's been great having you on the Antioch Initiative Podcast. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate you too, man. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another amazing episode of the Antiac Initiative Podcast. We encourage you to follow us on whatever podcasting platforms you use the most. Feel free to check out our social medias to stay updated on all future content.